Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Leviticus 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter about burnt offerings, we pray that we would think about Jesus and realize that the perfect sacrifice has been offered for us and what a blessing that is. We thank you for Jesus and what he was willing to do through him. Amen. Leviticus 1. Then Yahweh called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of assembly, saying, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When a person from you presents an offering to Yahweh, you shall present your offering from domestic animals, from the cattle or from the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the cattle, then he must present an unblemished male. He must present it at the door of the tent of assembly for his acceptance before Yahweh. He must lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it will be accepted for him in order to make atonement for him. He must slaughter the young bull before Yahweh. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, will present the blood and sprinkle the blood all around the altar that is at the door of the tent of assembly. Then he must remove the skin of the burnt offering and cut it into its pieces. The sons of Aaron the priest will put fire on the altar and arrange the wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, will arrange the pieces of meat, the head and the suet on the wood that is on the fire that is on the altar. Then he must wash its inner parts and its lower leg bones with water, and the priest will turn into smoke the whole animal on the altar as a burnt offering by fire, as an appeasing fragrance for Yahweh. But if his offering is from the flock, from the sheep, or from the goats, for a burnt offering, he must present an unblemished male. He must slaughter it on the north side of the altar before Yahweh. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, will sprinkle its blood all around the altar. Then he must cut it into pieces, along with its head and its suet, and the priest will arrange them on the wood that is on the fire that is on the altar. Then he must wash the inner parts and the lower leg bones with water, and the priest shall present the whole animal, and will turn it into smoke on the altar. It is a burnt offering by fire, as an appeasing fragrance for Yahweh. But if his offering for Yahweh is a burnt offering from the birds, then he must present his offering from the turtle doves or from the young doves. The priest will present it at the altar, and must wring off its head and turn it into smoke on the altar and its blood will be drained out on the wall of the altar. He must remove its crop and its plumage, and throw it to the east, beside the altar, on the place of the fatty ashes. Then he must tear it apart by its wings, but must not sever it. Then the priest will turn it into smoke on the altar, on the wood that is on the fire. It is a burnt offering by fire, as an appeasing fragrance for Yahweh. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The book of Leviticus doesn't cover very much time historically. It happens at Mount Sinai. It is God's instructions. The word Leviticus has the word Levi in it. The priests were from the tribe of Levi. The name Leviticus was given later when the Bible was translated. These rules did often involve priests, but they very much involved the common people too. The Levites were supposed to teach God's law to the people, 
So in that way, the name fits. The book starts with God calling Moses from the tent of assembly. This is probably the tabernacle that was constructed in Exodus. However, there was a tent of assembly that Moses would pitch before the tabernacle, where Moses would talk with God. God starts by describing the different types of offerings, and the first type of offering he discusses is the burnt offering. They would only offer domesticated animals. And Yahweh gives three categories, cattle or flock or birds. He starts with cattle. It must be male, a bull. The person making the offering will bring the animal to the entrance to the tent of assembly where the bronze altar is located. The duties are spelled out for the one bringing the offering and for the priests. The one bringing the offering, the worshiper, will lay his hand on the head of the animal and then kill the animal. The priest will take the blood and sprinkle the blood on the bronze altar. Then the worshiper will skin the animal and cut it into pieces. The priests will get the fire going on the altar and take the pieces of the animal from the worshiper and put them on the altar. The worshiper will wash certain parts of the animal with water that are near or connected with the excrement, I believe, and they will be burned on the altar. So there is no part of the sacrifice that is eaten. It is described as an appeasing fragrance for Yahweh. Then Yahweh describes what to do with sheep or goat burnt offerings, and it is very similar. It must be male. The worshiper has to slaughter it on the north side of the altar. The priest will sprinkle the blood on the altar. Then the worshiper will cut the animal into pieces, and the priests will place the pieces on the altar and burn them up. The worshiper will again wash certain parts of the animal before they are burned. Again, nothing of the animal is eaten. It is described as an appeasing fragrance for Yahweh. Birds are similar, but a little different since they are smaller. It can either be turtle doves or young doves. These are ceremonially clean birds, just like the bulls and sheep, and goats are ceremonially clean. In this case, the priest would kill the bird, drain out its blood on the altar, remove part of the bird, and then burn up the rest on the altar. Again, it is described as an appeasing fragrance for Yahweh. And now for a deeper dive. Many people have had great plans to read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and they quit when they hit Leviticus. It is hard for us. We don't offer these sacrifices today. But God has it in his word for a reason, and that reason still applies to us today. There are lessons to learn here. These were not arbitrary commands. Let me just say right here that Jesus is our sacrifice. So if you get nothing else out of this chapter, you can get that. The bulls, sheep, and goats are male animals, but they are also unblemished animals, meaning they were not damaged. I think that would represent the damage of sin. And Jesus is the sinless sacrifice. Jesus gave himself up wholly to God in his human life. He didn't sin, and he gave everything, including dying on the cross as a complete sacrifice. We had this idea of an appeasing fragrance some time ago in our reading. It was way back in Genesis, after the flood, when Noah offered up some of every clean animal as a sacrifice to God. And God smelled the soothing fragrance. Jesus is the perfect, soothing fragrance for God and his wrath. For the bull, the worshiper will place his hand on the head of the animal. Yahweh doesn't explain why. We can think about reasons why. It may be that the worshiper is saying by that gesture that this animal 
will die in my place, just like Jesus died in our place. It specifies that sheep and goats would be offered on the north side of the altar. Again, it doesn't say why. One idea is that the table of the bread inside the tabernacle is on the north side, and Jesus is the Lamb of God. Now, when we make these connections, we'll have to think about them, because they are not spelled out here. There are some New Testament passages that point out things that we can be more sure about. And maybe you won't agree with some of my ideas, or maybe you'll have other ideas of connections. But it is certainly worth pondering. And maybe we will see the connections better as we read through the rest of the Bible. But I think we can all agree that these sacrifices point us to the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.